Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Maniacs, welcome to another Michigan Maniac podcast. I am your host, Adam Brewer. Uh, Like always, please go to the Michigan fan page over at Facebook. Uh, This is where I drop all memes or knowledge or videos or whatever I find Michigan football related. Uh, Go ahead, leave a review on any of the platforms that you listen to this podcast on or go to iTunes uh, Spotify, leave reviews there, or just share with your friends. So this way we can really get the ball rolling for this new and up and coming season, which I really do believe is going to probably be our best season yet under the Jim uh, Harbaugh era. That's right. But before we can get into the new season, let's break down the draft. This is the last and final thing before we start getting into uh Spring, well, we already had spring ball, but fall practice and getting ready for the up and coming season. So, we once again had a great turnout for the draft. We had overall five guys drafted, six guys free agent signed for 11 total in the league going in this year. That to me is awesome. Um, now, we'll just break down a few. I'm going to tell you. Who they are, where they were at, and what I think of them, blah, blah, right. So here we go. I mean, obviously, uh, Devin Bush, phenomenal. Obviously a top 10 pick. I mean, in my opinion, he's a step behind Devin White. Uh, you could uh, They're 1 and 1A, in my opinion. I don't think you're going to go wrong with either one of those guys. I am thrilled to death, though, that he went to the Steelers. They always have a great defense. Um he is kind of filling – he's replacing, let's say, the uh, the Ryan Shazier, I believe is his last name, the kid who broke his back, Ohio State kid. Um, he's almost the, the same type of linebacker. I mean, Shazier was smaller, fast, determined, smart, shocking for an Ohio State guy. But still, um, that's Bush, 100%. He's going to make – I think he's going to make a complete – an utter just instant impact to the Steelers. You're going to see that immediately. Uh, I can't wait till preseason to see what this kid does. Uh, so I think he's going to be around. I think he's a five plus five plus year guy. He's he hits the golden rule. I mean, I know a few ex NFL players. I work with one, and the five year thing is huge for all of them because that's when you are basically vested into the NFL. You get the retirement, you get the insurance, the whole deal. 
So I, I believe Bush, I mean, you'll see hardware for this kid. Uh, you know, he could be, and I don't know about MVP, but defensive player of the year. You can see him go to a few Pro Bowls, uh, maybe even a Super Bowl. I, I have high hopes for Devin Bush. One of my, I, in my opinion, I think he's the greatest Michigan uh, quarterback, the greatest Michigan linebacker to probably ever play for us. Uh, and I don't even think it's close. I mean, with his overall speed, football knowledge, and his hitting ability, I don't know if you can name another linebacker that has all of those. Um, then we go down to Gary, which was the 12th pick in the first round, uh, going to the Packers. I mean, you know. I have mixed opinions on Gary. Uh, I heard the Packers may even want to make him a, as an outside linebacker. I mean, he'll have to lose something like 50 pounds to do that. Uh, maybe even 40 pounds. I don't know. Right in that area, though. Uh, if that's the case, he'll be just like Devin Bush. But uh, I don't know. I don't know how this kid's going to do. I think if you were just going to base everything off of talent, uh, he's a five-plus guy. He's a five-year-plus. Easy. Right? He's a golden rule kid. Uh, I, I, but I don't know about the drive. I know he, the way they used him at Michigan, I think was a disservice to him. In my opinion, I would have loved to see him been put at the defensive tackle because with his size and speed, I believe he could have been a more athletic Maurice Hurst. And we all know how Mo Hurst destroyed the backfields his senior year. At Michigan now, I really think that uh, with Quiddy Pay, Carlo Kemp, uh, Rashawn Gary as the defensive tackle with Carlo Kemp, and then you put Win- Wino there on the other side, I think it could have been devastating. I really do. I, unbelievable. So I don't know how he's going to do. Uh, I would like to think that now that he's accomplished his dream, that this lights some type of fire. I think maybe if he gets a different defensive scheme, maybe he can do something. I think uh, I think Green Bay is a great situation for him just because it's a small town. They love their players. Uh, he hopefully gets the right coaching. I, I can't really speak for what they have defensive wise. I don't. I'm not a Packer fan. I don't really pay attention to that. Uh, so I, I just hope that he. I think with the right coaching, he can do something. Nah, I'll just, I'll just go out on a limb. I really do. I think he'll be able to do something. He'll be. Uh, he'll definitely make one or two Pro Bowls. How about that? Boom. Saying it right there. Now let's move on. Uh, third round, second round, nobody. Fourth round, nobody. Third round, though. There we go. We're getting out of line, but here we go. Chase Winovich, 13th pick in the third round, goes to the Patriots. Now, I have posted this on our fan page, the uh, video of him getting the call, how excited he was, how excited everybody in the room was. I mean, you could almost feel the happiness, like the happy tension, the the tears, the emotion. You could feel it all just happening. And uh, I don't know, man. I loved it. I loved every second of that I think I watched it probably 20 times it is it's just so cool to see I just I I wish everybody that moment in their life whatever their great moments or their great jobs or their great dreams whatever it is I just really because that looked so phenomenal so fun and just so uplifting as a person so I'm super excited that he is going to the Pats. He fits perfectly with the Patriots. Just like Devin Bush is a perfect fit for the Steelers. I think Wino is <laughs> Wino. I like to call him Wino, but Wino 
know. Uh, I think Chase definitely is the perfect Patriot. He's smart. He's athletic. Um, he had, his football knowledge is great. He has a great motor. Blah. He's a good dude. Everything that you could say a Patriot is, this is what this guy is. Also, most of the guys on the defensive end, you've never really heard of them. And then they come onto the Patriots and they make, well, actually, you can say that about most of the Patriots. You never even heard of them. They get there, they learn the system, and then they can do it. You know, and they make big contributions. And I definitely see that for him. I think he's a five-plus guy. I really do. I see him being over five years. I hope injury doesn't follow this kid. Um, but I, I, he's going to, he's definitely going to contribute not this year, but I think to second or third year down the road, you're really going to see chase starting to make a name for himself in new England. Um, the other one that I'm actually pretty excited about. So, so far, I think all three of these kids, Bush, Gary, and Winovich have been drafted by the right team. Uh, no, for specific reasons, but for the right team. And this falls right into the fourth person picked in the fourth, in the third round, uh, 15th pick overall in the third round. David Long goes to the Rams. Now that's, he's an LA kid. L and geez, the color scheme doesn't even really change when they go back to the classic Ram unis, which I actually like better than the white and blue. Blech. White and blue is cool for the 60s or 70s whenever they had those unis, but I grew up Eric Dickerson, Jim Everett, uh, Henry Ellard. I'm a I'm a big blue and maize and blue, and that's good. That's what they are. They are the maize and blue professional style. So he, it's perfect. He's he's going to back up. Uh, Peters and Talib. He's going to learn from the best. I love. I I love. Uh, oh my goodness! He was the Denver. He was the Denver Broncos head coach. Now the defensive guy. Bum. Jeez, uh, I can't even think of his. Anyways, I'm waiting. I can't even think of it right now. It's kind of late, so I'm kind of tired. But I'm sure it'll pop into my head after I get it. Great defensive coordinator for Denver. Coach for Denver. All that kind of stuff. Um, so we're going to move on before there's too much of a lull there. But I think it's a great, great pickup, great team, great scheme. Everything you need for David Long to be successful will be there. Phillips. Bum Phillips is kid. There you go. I don't know. Can't even still remember his name. Wade Phillips. Bang! Boom! There you go. Wade fucking Phillips. And I'm a Denver Bronco fan. Can you imagine? I can't even remember when we ran him out when he was 8-8 eight and eight for uh, for our Mike Shanahan. So anyways, uh, yeah. Phillips is the perfect guy for long. Uh, the knowledge that he's going to spit to this kid, the way he's going to teach him. Plus, who you can get better for man-to-man coverage than long? Seriously, he was a shutdown guy. They stopped even throwing it to towards his side of the field for two years, basically, while he's at Michigan. Um, speed, I would assume, was probably going to be their our size will probably be their two biggest concerns. But this kid is smart, just like all Michigan guys. He's going to get it. I think it's like I said, the perfect fit. I could see him being the five year guy. Also, so all four of these so far drafted five-year guys. Now we're going to get into the one guy that I am shocked got drafted. Um, I used to be a big believer in this kid, and then I've I, I've definitely have mixed emotions now. Um, Zach Gentry, fifth round, third pick, fifth, and the fifth round goes to the Steelers. 
<sighs> Steelers are known for not having great tight ends. I mean, you know, Jesse James, uh, some other dude, and then now him. I mean, yeah, okay, he'll be decent. I'll be honest, though, I think he's a bit of a whiner. Now, I don't agree that social media went after him with such veracity, right? I, I think if you're going to do that job and you expect to, to be drafted and make millions upon millions of dollars, I think being criticized for your gameplay and for your attitude, it goes along with the job. I don't want to hear you bitch and complain about it. Um, but before everything got out of hand with social media, he was already complaining. Uh, I wanted to be a quarterback. I didn't feel like I was treated properly. Well, guess what, Zach Gentry? You're in the NFL now. You got drafted. I didn't even think you'd get drafted until maybe the seventh round. Uh, but you got drafted in the fifth round as a tight end. And you were subject at that. You were, you were uh, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I used to think that he was going to be great. He was like, what, 6'8". He could run pretty decently. I think he was like a 4'7". Granted, his combine did not help him any. And that kind of, too, told me everything I needed to know about this kid, right? Uh, under... under um, pressure, this kid does not excel. You saw it in games. When we needed him the most, he dropped the ball, wouldn't run the route, screwed up a block. I mean, we, we bag on Sean McEwen. He, at least Sean did a better job than Gentry. A Gentry is great in times that he that it was easy to be great at. And it was easy for him to use his size to dominate. Now, I don't think he's in the greatest offense possible to to showcase a tight end. But then again, I think he's probably in the best offense to hide as a tight end. I don't see him being a third. I don't see him being a five-year guy at all. I think he's going to be in the XFL by at least year two, if the XFL is even a success. So we all know about the AAF. That was nothing. Uh, so I don't really see him making it. Uh, unless somehow he goes into the Pittsburgh Steelers and he has some newfound dedication to hard work, running routes, getting over himself, which is going to be the hardest thing for him to do out of any of those three. Hell, maybe he'll go in there and he'll start complaining that he's not a, a, a quarterback and he wants Ben Roethlisberger's job. Who knows? But this kid is way too uh, privileged to make it, in my opinion, in the NFL. I just don't see it. Three years, max, he's out, is going to be my guess. Um, now, let's get into the free agent guys. Um, there are, let me look at this, there's six of them, right? And two, I wouldn't say I'm shocked that they got free agent signings because in the right defensive scheme, they can be successful. I don't see them getting to the five-year plus. I don't see them hitting the five-year club at all. But let's get into those two. Uh, one's Brandon Watson uh, being signed with the Jags. I think in the right in the right defensive scheme, he can actually probably be productive. Um, and the Jags, this might be the right. You know what? I could be wrong. Maybe this is the right thing for him. They have a great aggressive defense. He's not going to be one of those starting cornerbacks. He's going to be in the in the nickel. He's going to be in the dime packages, and that's where he seemed to excel at Michigan. Um, but we all know he can't cover a crossing route. And if a guy is a speedster, good luck. He can't guard the. He cannot cover them 
for shit. So he's going to need a zone-heavy defense, and I don't know. I For the life of me, I can't tell you if Jacksonville does that or not. I know he'd probably be better suited with the Bears who run that. Oh, well, maybe with the Broncos now because uh, Fangio or whatever his name, name is, the head coach, runs that kind of blur zone where it's man slash zone. You never know where they're what they're really into. I think he could be successful in something like that because it doesn't rely on him to be man on man with somebody of true talent. You know what I mean? So maybe he can do something three years. I'm going to give him three years. But I also thought Channing Stribling was going to be phenomenal in the NFL. I really did. Length. Uh, he could cover. He he could he had better makeup speed than he had overall speed, and with his length and his better makeup speed, made for a good cornerback. And he was doing something in the AAF until they went belly up. So I I don't think he's as good as Channing Stribling. So I don't know if he's going to make it because I was completely wrong about Chan, uh, Channing Stribling. Go one hundred percent wrong. So I always say Brandon Watson. Two years. Two years, three at best in the NFL. Um, max ceiling for Brandon Watson is that he, he gets into the right defensive scheme and he makes it to the five-year, right? Uh, after that, though, I don't see it any way. If I'm thinking he, he's going to get down on his knees and thank the almighty Lord if he makes it to three years, but whatever. Um, now getting to Tyree Kennel, I thought this guy was going to be the night manager at a fucking quick trip, quickie mart, uh, 7-Eleven, Circle K, whatever your convenience store is, a Piggly Wiggly, I don't even know if that's a convenience store, but whatever your convenience store is, I thought he'd be the night manager of it. I have not. There's no way you would have. I would have never guessed he was going to be ever drafted. Well, now now he wasn't drafted, but even signed. I didn't think he was ever going to be signed. But the Bengals. I mean, I guess it's they still make bad decisions over there. He's a good football player. He's not. He wasn't a great safety. When you when he had to cover people, it was like Brandon Watson. He couldn't do it. It was not going to happen. Brandon Watson and Tyree Kennel were two of the biggest reasons why we got blown out by Ohio State. Granted, take put Don Brown in there for not putting Avery, Avery Thomas in there when he needed to. But anyways, um, yeah, Tyree Kennel can't cover. Slow. Can hit. Smart. Somewhat of a leader. So two years in the NFL, if he even makes the team. If he – let's put it this way. If he makes the team – in preseason, then, um, okay, two years. I don't think he's going to make the team, though. Uh, now, getting into the third guy that I'm not quite sure, uh, Bushel Beatty got signed with the Redskins. <laughs> he's going to be blocking for Haskins. Shocker. I don't know if he'll do anything good. Uh, but how great was it that Haskins got so pissed off that he went to 15? Oh, God bless it. I love it. Oh, I'm, I'm supposed to go in the top 10 because I'm Haskins. Blah. Now, granted, he did have a great year. 50 touchdowns, 8 interceptions in the Big Ten was impressive. 
I, I'm not going to take that from him. But get over yourself, bro. Your dad says he's in entertainment. We don't even know what that means. He doesn't even know what he – I don't even think he knows what it means. He, you guys are too full of yourselves. I think Pride cometh before the fall, and you're Ohio State, so you're filled with it. Um, anyways, Bushel Beatty, I don't know. I, I don't think he's going to make it. Uh, I think he had an incredible year last year. I think he was a better uh, run-blocking tackle than he was a pass blocking tackle uh i think in the sure if he gets in the right scheme i've been saying this about everybody apparently i i think he's a two-year guy if he even makes the team but you know you know what actually you could be a mediocre to mid-level uh uh offensive lineman and still make it for five years in the NFL. You get traded a few times. Every but you always need offensive linemen. So yeah, you know what? I take that back. He's not going. He's not going to be turning. He's not going. He's not going to be uh, lighting the world on fire, as they say. But he'll make it. He'll be a five-year guy because every team needs a tackle, and he, somebody, some team will find will find some type of worth in him. And he's. It's not like he's awful. So, yeah, no, five-year guy for Bushel Bay just because tackles and offensive linemen, they may even make him a guard. Who knows? But the, there's there's value in his position that he plays, and he's not bad at it. Um, so I'm going to say five-year plus. Now, here are a few guys that I think are going to make decent impacts into the NFL, and one of them I'm shocked he wasn't drafted. So we'll get into the – so Leonard Marshall, Bears. Great defense, perfect situation for the guy. Uh, not the uh, there was a Wilbur Marshall, so uh, Chicago's got some decent success with guys named Marshall. <laughs> I, that's I'm looking for anything I can, man, to be positive about this. I think he had a good year last year. He really was a bonus to have out there on that field, giving uh, nice breaks to guys like Moni. Uh, Dwum for, you know, Carlo Kemp, people who really got out there and played well. Marshall, a talented kid. Uh, I think, you know what, I think he could surprise people. I'm going to I'm gonna go out on the limb, and I'm going to say if he makes the Bears, I'm going to say he's going to, you know, three years. He's going to make it three years in the NFL. That's going to be my... You know, not great, but not bad. When he's the insurance agent in Illinois somewhere, he's going to have great stories to talk about how he was a pretty good defensive lineman for the Chicago Bears at one point in time. So I think that's a, it's a win-win. So Marshall will be decent. Uh, Moni. See, now with Seattle Seahawks, they, they need a run-stopping defensive tackle. I mean, they do. They Well, let's face it. Any defense in the NFL needs a guy who's going to plug up those holes. And if he can stay away from injury, which has always been his biggest problem, Moni, I think he can do it. Uh, I definitely think he, he can just be that big tombstone in the middle that no one can move. And if he, if he really opens his mind up and gets a little bit more, uh, get a little bit of weight loss in there, improves his fitness with a little bit more muscle. I really do. I think he can last about three to four years in the NFL because, like Bushel Beatty, every team needs a really good defensive tackle. I think he's better than Leonard Marshall, or <laughs> I think he's better than Marshall Lawrence Marshall, my fault. 
as a player, so I definitely think he can make it four to five years. I think he's going to make that that the golden the golden box there, whatever they call it, the golden age, blah blah. I've heard it numerous times. I can't even remember what they call it, but I think he's going to make it four to five years in the NFL. And you never know; he can make it more. It just you know, if those injuries kick in, I he's definitely this is going to be a problem, but. I believe he can make it at least four years in the NFL. Now, Higdon. This is the one, actually, I was kind of surprised he didn't get drafted. I was thinking maybe fifth to sixth round. um, Because Mike Weber got fucking, uh, got drafted. Mike Weber. Yeah, Ohio State, decent running back. He's on the same level. He's not better or worse than than Higdon. Higdon is an explosive guy. When he hits the hole, he's gone. And you know who he kind of reminds me of? And I really do believe he can he can do this. Is the kid from? Uh, you know, I went. My little brother went to high school uh, in the same conference as this kid, and I can't even remember his name. Uh, notes would have been good, but I wasn't going to go down this road at first. Uh, kid from South High School in Denver, Colorado, went to the Denver Broncos. Um, oh, Lindsey, Philip Lindsey. Uh, University of Colorado, small kid, explosive kid, wasn't drafted, wasn't even invited to the combine, and blew up with the right run scheme, right team. And with Higdon going to the Texans, I think this is another marriage made in heaven because the Texans need a good running back. They have Alfred Blue, I think, or somebody. I don't even know who they really have, Marshall or somebody. I don't know. There's somebody who I, I don't really think lit up the NFL at all, and I think if Higdon can get in there, he he can see some time, you know. He can definitely spell the kid some, and especially in see now. Higdon's the type of kid that needs a great preseason. If Higdon goes in there and hits five big runs in the games that he plays, not all at once, but if he can spread out and he gets five good runs, he's a good pass blocker. He can he can catch it out of the out of the. You know, he can catch on like a wheel route maybe. He's got decent hands. Uh, no one really knows because we didn't really use him that way at Michigan. But when that kid hits the hole, he's gone. Just like Philip Lindsay. Size is becoming non-existent in the NFL now. I mean, Kyler Murray, uh, Philip Lindsay, all these guys are shorter, fast. RPO is now taking over the NFL. So, therefore, with that kind of offense... It it really helps out smaller, shifty guys like Higdon. He, you know, he's going to hit that one hole and gone. And especially when your team's running the RPO with a Deshaun Watson, it's perfect. It really is. They're going to be – he gives them another option. And I, I think this is – I think this is another perfect match. And I do believe if he can pull off a good preseason, I think I think Higdon can actually make some noise with the Texans. Yeah. I hope he has a chip on his shoulder. I hope he busts his ass because I'm a father and I know what sacrifices we make for our children to have unbelievable lives, right? I mean, the sacrifices I've made are paying off. My son is 
right now, next week, going to be testing to see if he gets a contract in either Spec Wars or Spec Ops. So Spec Wars, he's either going to be EOD, which is like the Hurt Locker guy who deals with diving also with the Navy SEALs, or he'll be a part of the Navy, or he'll get the, an invite or a contract to go and go into Bud's training for the Navy SEAL program. Either way, my son kicks ass, and he's amazing. And that's all because me and my ex-wife put in the time, the effort, and the sacrifice to make him that kind of person. And our, you know, our genetics helped out. Um, so I understand that. And I, that's why I cheer for Higdon. I, I really do hope that he has a great preseason. I hope he kills it. I hope Texas, the Texans take him on and I hope he makes an impact. I really do. Cause I think this is a perfect situation for him. Um, I think he's five year plus. I, I really do. I think there are going to be stories on, on ESPN on how this kid has taken the Texans by storm and is really lighting up the NFL. I really do. I, I wish luck for, I wish them all luck. I really do. Once you're a Wolverine, you're always a Wolverine to me. I, I cheer for you. I hope good things for you. Even Zach Gentry. Granted, I think the best thing that ever happened to us in the Ohio State game was that he got the concussion and got knocked out. Um, I, you know, I, I, but I still wish him luck. You know, it's a dream. Who doesn't want to live their dream? So I, I wish them all the luck in the world to make this the best they can. But we got to be realistic. Kennel, I don't think it's going to make it. Zach Gentry, I don't think it's going to make it. I don't think they're going to make uh, significant contributions to the teams that drafted them. I just don't. Um, but the rest, I, I'll be honest, they could. So I wish them all luck. This has been a great podcast. Draft day done. Once again, that only helps Michigan out with recruits. I mean, and let's not worry, like in 2016, the results, we had 11 drafted, 19 overall went into the NFL, and the next year our defense was just as good, maybe even better. I don't want to talk about the offense because the offensive line was the biggest problem ever. We solved that problem now, and the offensive line is probably one of our strongest points on the team. So 2017 would have been a lot different if we had Warner uh, during that season instead of the last season. Either either way, uh, the future is completely 100% bright for us. I am super excited about this. We have 11 people, 11 Wolverines going into the NFL, and that's exciting. That's exciting to say the least. We have uh, – it, it says a lot about uh, Jim Harbaugh and the people who we draft – or I mean who we recruit, how we coach them up, what we put out there on the field, and the NFL is noticing, and the NFL wants a part of the Michigan Wolverines because let's face it not a lot were going on the NFL didn't even know who we were when uh, Rich Rod and Dumpy Hoke over there uh, were coaching them up right no one knew no one gave a shit right no one returning our calls at that point but now they all want a piece of the Michigan Wolverines and I'm telling you we're going to be putting more and more and more into the NFL we are getting to the point right now as a college football team that we don't rebuild anymore we just reload and I'm telling you this season it, like I've said it before we're winning the Big Ten and I think we win it easy now I'm going to go over each game coming up soon 
Because let's face it, I'm not a Michigan insider. I don't have people inside the college. I read as much as I can. I read the tea leaves as much as I possibly can, listening to everything I can. And I try to give you the most information that I possibly uh, that's offered to me, right? So with that, though, I also, you know, have to take time off from here and there because, you know, what, what are we going to go over? Over and over, bashing the same subjects over and over again? You guys are going to want that. So, yeah, the, the episodes are going to be a little sparse from here on out. But once this season gets going, I guarantee you we are going to have great shows. I'm thinking about maybe even having one or two guests on if I can swing it. I'm making them great. Get another, maybe another point of view. Uh, I take that very seriously because I, I don't want to just bring somebody in who doesn't know shit about what we do here, you know? So, guys, like I always say, it is amazing to be a Michigan Wolverine. It just is. It's phenomenal. And always and forever, guys, go blue. <laughs>